This is Coach Chris Holtman. You're listening to Drive the Lane Podcast. Hey, Welcome back to Drive the Lane. The night after Ohio State Hoops, big win over Seton Hall. Joey and I are in person. This is on the field of 68. Shout out to the Ohio State women's volleyball team for making all those half-court shots. Joey, how you doing? Welcome home. I'm Welcome g- back to thank Chicago. You. Thank you. I'm in Chicago. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody listening, whether you're listening today, tomorrow, or the next day, because the next day might not be Thanksgiving according to my timeline that I just made up in my head. Um, yeah, happy Thanksgiving. It's great to be home. It's great to breathe that Chicago air. Um, not that I don't love Columbus, but man, I'm doing well. It was insane listening on the radio slash listening on my phone to the broadcast uh, of the game last night versus watching. It's like... Taking taking me back to if I would have lived in the 1920s. Meanwhile, Johnny Davis for three. Rebound Houston. We're watching the Wisconsin versus Houston game. Everybody listening knows the result already, but we'll give you the result real time. Well, the reason we have ESPN on, obviously Big Ten basketball we got to watch. But here's what we're going to do for you guys. We're going to talk some hoops, obviously, because Seton Hall recap, preview the Florida game, maybe discuss the Duke game, you know, just talk a little bit of hoops. We're going to answer some questions, talk a little football, and then... Oh, my God. Sorry. This game is nuts. And then... <laughs> sorry. And then... Hold on. Holding. Because we're on ESPN, we're going to do a little live update as the college football rankings come out. Ooh, I wonder... You think we'll be in? in I out? think we'll be in, but are they going to be two? I, I know. I was. Are they going to jump back? Actually, there is some... Yeah, let's make a quick prediction. I, I think we're going to be two. I think they... I maybe they could Us be two, two Alabama but it's three. kind of irrelevant because if Bama beats Georgia in the, in the no SEC they set it up perfectly I think because now if the way they'll have it is they'll have Georgia one us two Alabama three Cincy four yeah that's what I think and I think we both agree there yeah but then I think what but, but then it sets it up because the fourth is like rotating right like the fourth can be whoever gets yeah. in the fir- the one seed will be Georgia if they win out if. Georgia loses to Alabama, it's perfect because they can just keep Georgia at one and keep Alabama at two, and they still won't play each other. Like that, as long as as long as long Alabama and Georgia are co- anything if, if one Bam- through three. If Bama beats Georgia, I think Georgia will drop to three. Bama will go to one. Ohio State will be two. The no, winner no, no, of the Bama-Georgia game will be one, I think. I guess. that way they don't play again until I guess. I guess. Uh, based on where right, no, no, I'm we're st- about to find out where yeah. they're going to be sitting here. So let's start off. By talking hoops, Joey, you said you watched the Seton Hall game in what felt like the the cavemen age. Seriously, how the did Stone people do age. it? How did how did people do it? But I mean, for a second it looked like Ohio State was going to blow them out. And we're going to be like, all right, this team's unbelievable. And then it got close, and it was crazy. And then Threechi Johnson saves the day. Yeah, save it? Is that no? Just ends the day, I guess. You he really just save it. He just right. He just rose to the occasion. Um, That's a good way to put it. Yeah, I, I, uh, I'm sure you all caught me on the post game show uh, with 97.1 The Fan. Hint, hint, wink, wink. You'll be hearing me a, a lot in the future there. Um, but oh man, the Titans just waved Adrian Peterson. It's hard to watch ESPN and not update you guys on everything yeah. we see. Um, anyway, yes. So on the show. And Andrew brought this to my attention, and I think it's true. You really saw the ceiling and the floor of the Ohio State team in the last week, right? Yeah, you you saw. Did you use that on the post game show? I think so. Yeah, I think I said that. Stole it. 
You're right. Thief. I, th- I give you shout outs all the time, so so don't worry. <laughs> um but but yeah, like it's so true in the Xavier game, it's like a rock fight. Like the defense looked average, which is honestly the worst it can possibly look, and the offense looked bad. Uh EJ had nothing going, you know, our guards had nothing really going, and at the end of the day, uh, you know, like scoring 60-something points is is not awesome. Uh, and then on the flip side, you get the, uh, you know, the Seton Hall game, that stretch from, I don't know, four minutes left in the half to uh, ten minutes left in the game. Yeah. Uh, Ohio State was hovering around up eight, up ten, up 11, up 12, up seven, that, uh, that zone where – Every time Seton Hall scored, it seemed like, because, again, I was listening, not watching, it seemed like we had a response yeah. uh, in some way, shape, or form, whether it was stringing a few defensive stops together to keep it at eight or... Or the biggest thing was trading a Z- uh, Seton Hall bucket for a Justin Arns three. Right, which was, I mean, freaking Justin. He pulls I mean, one of those, like... Oh, my God, Houston didn't even get up a shot down two with five... So- oh, my God. Ugh. He pulls off one of those like incredible so games. I, we're done with the, we're, the, no. The you're game's fine. Over. You're fine. That the was I just was Sorry. turned the other way. But he pulls off one of those like incredible huge win for the Big Ten. <laughs> 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 the Big Ten's back, but he pulls off one of those incredible games every like probably twice, three times a year, where it's like a dominant game. He has his games where he hits two or three threes more than once, twice, three times a year. But he has those games like he had last night where it's like. He's shooting the ball every time he gets it. The thing with Justin, which this is sh- it's a shooter's mentality that he has. He's always going to be shooting. You just can't find yourself as a shooter. If you're not making shots, you're not affecting the game. The good thing about Justin is, regardless, he always brings so much attention. Like, you have to account for Justin Arns when he's on the court, whether he's 0 for 7 or 7 for 7. He's going to shoot when he's open. He's going to shoot if he's contested. And he's going to make it more often than not, it seems like. But the end at the end of the day, um, he was incredible. And you can look back to that game against Iowa my senior year, his freshman year, where he had 29. Uh, but this was the best game he played. He was great on defense. Yeah, yeah. He, play, he, he was great on defense. He made a ton of shots. He rebounded the ball well. He, he this was the best game of his career all things considered and we needed it like needed it, 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 needed it Jesus it. yeah we needed it because EJ was great he's gonna be great like Holtman said it he's gonna have to have games like this if we want to win uh, almost every single big game but he's awesome but but Justin it's you know having that secondary option that Justin was coupled with the fact that you got <laughs> you got great efforts from guys like Kyle Young Jimmy Sotos Michi. The Jimmy, list goes on and Jimmy on. Jimmy was great. Uh, that th- having like a a secondary sc- source of offense is what this team needs. So it was just it was just an awesome awesome game, a blast to watch. I'm always so I, happy I with have, Justin. I have well. one I have one criticism of Holtman, and it's not really a criticism. Yeah, you'll hear what I'm about to say. Enough goofing around. Put Kyle Young back at the starting lineup. It's like every game he's trying something new, and I feel like the end result is well, going to be Kyle Young is in the Andrew, starting lineup. Andrew, you're a smart guy. Why did Joey Brunk start last night? I don't know. Because the opposing center was seven foot three. Okay, fair enough. But, but that's it. That's literally it. But he played like one. He barely played. So what who, to win the tip? Who, no, not to win the because tip. Because to be able to defend the guy who's one, seven foot eight. Once they pulled Brunk out and and replaced him with Kyle and Zed is when you know. They started getting to the flow. I just think it's time. Like, 
if Kyle Young had been starting all year, let's say, hypothetically, Holtman wouldn't have all of a sudden been like, we're going with Brunk because he's taller. You know, it's because... No, he does that stuff. I, I'm telling you, like, Zed, right. Zed Key's the starter. They want to bring Kyle off the bench to, like... I mean, they... Yeah, it's important he's, for him he's to play as much the, as possible. Kyle has played the best of Joey Brunk, Zed Key, and Kyle. Right. I think. Right, I think. And, I, and I agree. He's the most important of those guys. Uh, but at the end of the day, who cares if you start? Kyle's going to play 25, 28, yeah. 30 minutes a yeah. game, and he's going to finish every game. So we got to get him a sponsorship deal with Band-Aid. Band-Aid or Rite-Aid or yeah. some kind some of convenience aid, store. Aid. That, yeah. that Yeah, like I – yeah, 100%. I mean, it's uh, – Ridiculous. But, yeah, I, I love the way Kyle's been playing. He's yeah. super important to their success. Yeah. But Holtman, I mean, it's just – It's not a knock on Holtman. It's just like – I thought you were going to say – I thought you were going to say, why does every game have to be close? Well, that I, – I mean, we don't – you watch a little more college basketball than me. I watch a lot of college basketball. But it's like – we just watched the game right here. Games are close. It's what happens. I when agree. you don't score a lot of points – Games are close. I agree. I just there's not fun. a lot of room for blowouts. It's funny because yeah, but like at the same time, it's every good team makes a run, which I understand. But the great teams, granted, there are some cases where teams come back and stuff. But you think about Baylor, like they got up by 15 last year. It wasn't getting cut to four, right? You know. But granted, that's the national champion. Like I, I know that's a different level. Excuse me, but. That's the only thing, and and the assistant one of the Peter, Coach Peden, who we'll have on um, at some point here soon, he always jokes. He texted me after the game yesterday. He's like, "Man, we always like to make it interesting, don't we?" Because it, and it's true. Like they always make it interesting, which is annoying, but it's fine as long as they win. And uh, I mean, more stuff about that game. The atmosphere, incredible. Thirty five hundred people there. Yeah, majority Buckeyes. Well, it's going to be even crazier to, tomorrow against Florida tonight. I mean, yeah. it's going to be unreal. So, like, that's an awesome, awesome atmosphere. It's a great experience for those guys. Seton Hall is the best team we've played so far this year, which is awesome. They I think it's Michigan. a good. I think it's a good omen that Ohio State beat the team that beat Michigan in basketball. Can only mean good things for the fo- football game this weekend. I just, uh, yeah, I think last. We'll, we'll get to football in a second, but last thing with basketball. Uh, last thing about Seton Hall. Last thing about Seton Hall. Because then we got right. Yeah, because Florida, I mean, like, I was going to say the Florida, previewing the Florida game. They used to, Florida used to have, like, their whole backcourt was guys that I hosted that chose Florida over Ohio State, and they're all gone. The team is, like, a bunch of transfers. They've got Castleton, who's a transfer from Michigan. They've got Appleby, I think is his last name, who's the point guard um, from Cleveland State, who we've played against, who's a stud and and has been great so far early in the year. Like, Mike White, their coach, is a great coach, and they've been playing Really well as of late. I think it's going to be an awesome test. But what do you mean as of late? As in they're four and zero? No, as in like last year and this Got year. It. Uh, like he's only been there for a couple of years. Um, I I I just I think we're better. I think we're better, and I we're going to win like a tournament. Hopefully, like that's pretty cool. But it, aren't there like four winners in this tournament? There's two. There's, There's two. two was a mid major winner and a yeah. high major. I don't know why they wouldn't just play. But that's no, not play. But it should be like we should. It, the first round matchups, it put the tournament together and have the first round matchups be the high major teams versus the quote unquote mid major teams. Well, I w- we're saying the same thing. There's a one winner. We're saying it doesn't have to necessarily be mid major. I thought you were saying have the the champions of each play each other. Well, I am saying that, but I'm saying dumb. what you're saying, which is mix the teams. Yeah, up it should be like there should I, be I like Southern Utah. I think is in it. Yeah. Like it's Southern like, Utah versus Ohio State, and the winner of that game plays the winner of Seton Hall right. versus it's not XYZ. like Ohio, it's not like Ohio State is playing five teams and then they're or four teams and then they're the the right. They're playing power they're, five. They only winner. have to win two. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, 
I guess that was kind of our preview, our review of the quick preview of the, the Florida, Florida game. game. But what I'm excited about is just like I love the in inner conference matchups. I mean, it's the best week of the year yeah. in all of sports, yeah. whether it's professional football, but like this feast week for college basketball is the best because you just saw Houston play Wisconsin. That doesn't happen come December. Um, Gonzaga's playing UCLA tonight. Right. Like, that's just un- – and then they play Duke on Friday. Like, that's just unbelievable. I wonder if Duke plays anybody else the rest of this season. Um, I, th- I think I'm going to be selfish here for a second and tell you my upcoming schedule. You ready? Yeah, yeah. Hit me. So, assuming everything goes well in the game. By the way, little pet peeve. I love the Xing out the M's, but when there's a lot of M's in a tweet, it's tough to look at. I – I don't know how I feel about I, I it's funny, like it's cute. On campus it's awesome. Like yeah. I love it on campus on the signs and stuff. Like that's awesome. But this I'm is my mindset. Co- I'm not crossing off. This is my, my mindset. Tweet. If that's you awesome. say Michigan, you can replace the M. If you say the game, you can replace the M. Like I literally deleted a tweet yesterday Did you that just I, say what I think you said. Sorry, extra chicken. <laughs> the team up north. Um extra chicken. Um but what like I almost tweeted something yesterday that was like the tournament, blah, blah, blah. There was, like, a bunch of M's in it, and I was like, I'm like, I have one of two things I could do. Risk a bunch of annoying people responding and saying, why didn't you X out all the M's? Or two, have such an obnoxious tweet with all the M's X'd out. But, okay, assuming Ohio State wins, and at this point we can assume. That's what we do. What, the, the, in the football game. In the football game. Yeah. The football. We got it. I mean, you got it. In the football goxie. G A X E. Should we should we bet on the over in UCLA versus Gonzaga tonight? Sure. Together. Should we bet on CJ Stroud to win the Heisman? Too late. You already did. That. I'm not. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. Anyway, sorry, sorry. Let's Zolden. What's your schedule? Because we're about to see who the top four teams are. Yeah, I'm. St- I'm kind of stalling to that. But so Ohio State wins. Okay. S- assuming Ohio State wins next week, I'm going to Columbus for the Duke game. Okay. Woo. Holtman's getting me and five friends tickets. Very generous. Very generous of him. <laughs> Could you imagine? The whole front row is just Zolden yeah. fans. Just, thank you, Chris. <laughs> but I'm going to the Duke game, and then I'm going to Indy for the Big Ten Championship with a friend. If you're listening to this, shout out Jason Pincus. Could awkwardly listen to this as we're driving to the Big Ten Championship. That'd so be weird. Don't listen to it. In the podcast. event of that, hey, sitting right next to you, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> but I got a pretty fun Ohio State week coming up, and – I haven't been to an Ohio State sporting event, unless I'm forgetting, since we went to the Penn State football game. We went to the Penn State football game? Maybe you didn't go to the game. I think you did go to the game. Mm-hmm. Two years ago when we stayed at Dockage's. Did you not go to the game? I went to the game. I don't think I did. And then we interviewed Greg Oden right after? I don't think I went to the game. You went for a little bit. Did I? Yeah. Okay. And it was the last home I Ohio thought you State were going to say we, when we went to the basketball game together, because we did that, too. That was the night before. Okay. That was the that was the last leg of like a five team parlay. Yeah, that we won. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh. but yeah. So I got a potentially pretty crazy week. I'm gonna Tyvis is gonna be live on the radio. Gonna check out his show in Indy, which will be really fun. And love Tyvis. Couldn't get his tickets to the football game though. No, he couldn't even get himself tickets. Dick. It's crazy. Well, he can find tickets. He's so washed. Most of us can. He's so washed. But, yeah, so I have – all right, I mean, they've had the 11 through 15 up there for 15 minutes. We're, MSU's we're, at 12. We're, we're stalling. MSU's at 12. Oh, Oklahoma, 10. Up three spots. This is – ugh, I hate this. 
Guess, guess, hurry, hurry, guess. Oklahoma State, that's my guess. No, 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 no. They'll be six or I'm seven. Sorry, I was just throwing out a guess. No, they're going to have them as high as possible so that they can squeeze them in over Cincinnati if they beat Oklahoma. I don't disagree. I was just saw Oklahoma, I just guessed Oklahoma State. This is, we can't do this. We're going to sit here for the next ten minutes while they do this? I guess we'll come back to it when they when they show Ohio State. Oh, Ole Miss Ole number Miss, nine. Ole Miss, Ole Miss, Miss. those That's, rebels. That Ole Miss number nine is strictly to boost. I'm gonna give, I'm gonna give my live reactions to these to these right now. Yeah, go ahead. Ole Miss number nine is strictly just to boost Alabama's resume and strength of schedule. Three, two, two losses. You tell me they're better than Oklahoma. Uh, yeah, probably Oklahoma stinks. Probably. <laughs> All right, we won't we won't sit in here and do it. We'll just update when Ohio State comes up. But, Joey, do you have any nerves for the Ohio State-Michigan game? It's not, been so long. Yeah, not really. I just – I don't. I, I, I really don't have any nerves. It's kind of wild. I have become sort of numb to Ohio State football, which we've talked about yeah. before on the show. I don't get nervous before games. I thought we were going to beat the dog poop out of Purdue. We did. I thought we were going to kill Michigan State, just like Tyvis said. It was it was even worse than I expected. Yeah, we did. And it was domination. I don't understand why. I mean, Michigan State beat Michigan. Granted, they're pretty even teams, and Michigan probably has a better overall sort of like structure to their team and stuff. Um, but I still think we're going to just beat them really, really bad. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think they're going to beat them really, really bad, but. At the same time, it's weird to talk about the game when it's we're recording this on Tuesday, right? How how high are they on their horses right now? You know, they were so low after this the, high. They were so low <laughs> on the Oregon game. For what it's worth, I said Oklahoma State seven or seven. I thought you said six. I said seven or six, and then oh. I remembered it's going to be Michigan. Oh, Oregon! No, that's not. Is Oregon still six? You think Oregon six? I guess Oregon six, Michigan five. Since the that seems a little high for Oregon after losing by a hundred to hey Utah. I don't make the rules. Utah's good. They beat but Ohio State though. You got to remember that. True. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not worried about the game. I'm just a little worried that CJ won't do enough to secure the highest. <laughs> <one. And laughs> You're worried he'll only play a half again. And yeah. Not get all this. I stats. mean, thankfully he had six touchdowns, That's which is insane. I love that they gave him the chance to set the record too. Yeah, I think he sealed. I personally think he sealed the Heisman. <laughs> No, I definitely don't have any stake in it. I don't have any money to win. If be, but I, I personally think he sealed the highs. I loved them being like, oh, you know, Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud putting their stats up next to each other. Like, who did more for that? It's like one motherfucker did it in a half. Yeah, and one against guy, the seventh ranked team in the country, beat, and one guy beat the now twenty fifth ranked team in the country by a touchdown. Imagine if the game was close. Stroud would have had nine touchdowns. Literally, literally. Sorry, our team has better. It's better on defense. Let me ask you a question. Yeah, go go ahead. Do you think any part of Ryan Day is like, I want this guy to win the Heisman Trophy? I'm inflating his stats because they have. They used to every time they were inside the ten yard line, they would give the ball to Henderson, give the ball to Henderson, give the ball to Henderson. Granted, they had some issues in the red zone, so maybe it's just I think worked out like that that they're pushing the Stroud. I think it's both. Yeah, I, I think that Ryan Day's not an idiot, and. In two senses of that word, number one, and like maybe it's more efficient to do that, and number two, like let's get my guy the Heisman. Well, think about this: Fields didn't win it either year. Haskins didn't win it. Like Ohio State wants to be able to bolster their program and say, 
hey, we have this Heisman Trophy winner. All right, we're getting the rankings now. Georgia won. All right. What do you think of that, Joey? I disagree. I think I'm not scared of Georgia. I'm not sc- I'm I, not scared of anyone. I think put Ohio State at four. I'm, I, well, I'd rather not have them at the end. I'd rather play Georgia than Alabama. All right, we're two. Two. Ohio State's two. There you two. go. Live reaction. All right. Finally, we can turn this off now. <laughs> Throw it on the Twitter. Um, yeah, so uh, Michigan game's going to be tough, man. I, 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 It's always tough because, like, I could act as tough as I want, but, like, once the game starts and, like, I wake up Saturday morning, I'll be a bit nervous. Just That's just how it is. So, I mean, like, for whatever it's worth. Um, it'll be interesting. I think we are so much better uh, than them in every sense of the game, and so we'll see what happens. So, yeah, I mean, that's our Michigan game preview. We've previewed – we've talked Ohio State hoops. People, so we asked people to ask us questions. Some of them were score predictions. Tyvis is going to say 100 nothing, but what are your actual score predictions? I like 48-21 again. 48-21? Yeah. I'll stick with that. I've said that three straight weeks, I think. Okay. 48-21. I, I, but Ohio State winning. Yeah, I don't know if they score – by the way, Oregon dropped to 11. We missed it. That's why. And Notre Dame, I think, is is going to probably be at six. Right. And Michigan at five. Good point. There's so many green and white teams. Yeah. There was Michigan State. There was Oregon. There was Baylor. Yeah. There was a little, so. I, I agree with your 48-21, but I also I don't know if Michigan will score 21. There's a chance it just like starts off with a lot of scoring right away, which has happened before in these games where the teams are just pumped up. You try to do a little too much on defense. Your guy gets by you. So, wouldn't be surprised if there's a little more scoring than that. But I think they are capable of winning by, by 21. Three-score game. Three-score game. The Stroud is like a touchdown. That's I think crazy. I think if Stroud throws four-plus touchdowns and they win. That's his Heisman moment. He, he's winning the Heisman. And he's going to fucking do the Heisman pose at Michigan. What if he fucking runs one in? He hasn't done that ever. <laughs> Except that one play where he had a 90-yard rush, his first play ever. Yeah. But what if he runs in? I'm amped up right yeah, now. Yeah, he if, just got so amped. What if he rushes in a touchdown, which he never does, and he looks at the Michigan crowd, and he does the Heisman? Wow. And then he doesn't win. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Joey can see I'm going through a hole. And Zoltan doesn't cash out. Yeah. Holy moly. Right now, the cash out's 475. I'm holding. Hold! All right, Joey, you got some questions that we are going to answer to wrap this thing up. A shorter episode, but... It's just me and you, and yeah, you know Thanksgiving week we figure give people some time with their family. Yeah. We don't need to have a yeah. Give in in two senses of the word again because we want to give you the listeners more time with your family. Give and Givings. also uh, guys that we were thinking about interviewing, we said to heck with them. Yeah, Let them spend more time with their family yeah, as well. Exactly. Definitely didn't have anything to do with you know scheduling us, us already running through all the guests that we normally travel <laughs> yeah so michigan's five all right it's officially two verse five on saturday wow um oh here's one topic that someone asked me to bring up um if you watch closely in the michi johnson three-point game winner god that was um, michi man holy moly that dude has never seen a shot he doesn't like. He is fearless. I love that kid. He's going to do a lot for this team and moving forward, like, stud. But um, if you notice closely, my man Malachi Branham, who I've gone on record as saying buy stock now, he's going to be a stud. Possible NBA future, I just see it in this kid. He's awesome. If you notice on the bench, the whole bench goes nuts. Coaches, managers, players, Zed Key is jumping to the roof like – 
Malachi Branham is pretty stoic. Um, and I know me, Joey Lane, the basketball player, is bringing this up to ask you, Andrew. What do you do? You notice it? Did you see that? Like, is that something to be worried about? That he was like a little calm, like he didn't get excited. It seemed like I had a ton of people bring that up to me. Actually. I think sometimes you don't know exactly what's going through players' minds or what's going on. Like, you like maybe the play before, you know, something happened that we didn't see, and he like bumped his elbow or something, and you're just, like, not as aware of everything that has happened over the course of the last few minutes. And also, he's a freshman. Maybe, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just saying something. I, I don't think it's something to worry about, but you also, maybe he just wasn't as aware. All right, that shot went in to win the game with, with 1.2 <laughs> seconds no, left. There's, You're a nice guy. I'm going to be mean for a second. It's kind of bullshit. I, I really think that kid was... And, again, I love this guy to death. You think he was mad he didn't get the shot? No, not mad he didn't get the shot. He was on the bench. Oh, you think he was mad he was on the bench? I I think he was in his feelings about having a bad game. By not get the shot, I meant, like, not in the – Jimmy Sotos was in. He took, like, a lot of Malachi's minutes. Like, you got to understand, like, Jimmy played great. He was huge for the team down the stretch. Like, Malachi, like, Holman goes with the hot guy. Think about the difference between Malachi and and Jimmy Sotos, though. Jimmy comes from, you know – not a top 30 player in the country, played at Bucknell, injury last year. He's going to be fired up if he's playing four minutes. So you know that he's going to give everything for you. Give, I, I mean, give I don't Malachi think it's, the benefit. It's, it's nothing to do I'm with giving that. Malachi the benefit of the doubt. I'm I know you like, are, and so am I. First time ever in his life, probably, he's been in that situation. Totally. 100%. I, he, ju- he made the play to win the game against Akron. Like, right. I, I just think he was in his own feels. For, for whatever, that it, it's fine. He's human. Like we've talked about on the show. When you're out injured, you, like, have a weird part of you that's like, I hope my team loses to prove that I'm important, you right. know? And I don't think he was hoping that they lost. Right. I'm just saying he was like, that shot went in, and he was like, damn. I'm yeah, not like, sometimes there. when you go on the radio, I'm hoping, like, you don't have the great <laughs> answers because it's like, well, if I was there with them, you know? I yeah, <laughs> exactly. No, I, 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 think, I think it's fair, and I think what you're saying is He's human with how he's he was human. feeling. Yeah. He's human, and, and, and I – Guarantee you, Holtman loves looking at film of the bench, which is crazy. Like, he has called me out for positive stuff, for negative stuff. He's called out guys who do play, guys who don't play for their body language on the bench. Like, that's just the type of coach he is. I would not be surprised if he pulled him aside and was like, yo, Malachi, like, like, are we good here? You know? Like, yeah. Because it's true. It's it's bullshit, honestly, that, that it, when you act that way. And, and I don't think that's the way he operates. I actually – I know – it's not the way he operates, um, but like, it is what it is. Like, he just you can't do that. He won't do it again. He's a great guy. Michi and him are boys too, which is so weird. But something to talk about. It's just fun. It's just a freshman thing, right? He's he's been starting. He's been playing a ton, and and all of a sudden he's not in for the majority yeah. of the second half. Like, so is uh, that's yeah. life. So that's the first topic that that all wanted right. to be addressed. What what other questions you got? Another question I got was why is every game. So late this year. So late? Every college basketball game that people want to see has been so late. You know what? I think people got to shut up because I can't stand the 5 o'clock Central games for Ohio State. Cannot stand. It is it, I, So, personally, I like working out after, or I like eating dinner after I work out because 
I'm always hungry after I work out. I know you know what I'm saying. Classic. So if you eat before and then you work out, you're hungry again after. These 5 o'clock games are killing me. I'm fine with the 9 o'clock games. I guess it's 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock for, late. for Eastern. I don't know why they're so late. Maybe it's because I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Scheduling is I, weird this year. I, I can't stand the 5 o'clock games. Games got to be 6 or later. Yeah, it's just you just think about it. Like tonight is a freaking 10 o'clock tip between the number one and the two team in the country. You don't think people want to stay up and watch that game? Like, people got work in the morning. Yeah. I, which, hey, I'm going to be up. I'm going to be watching it. But, like, people are frustrated. Like, the the Michigan versus UNLV game tipped at 1230 in the morning. Right. Like, these games are nuts with some of the best teams in the country playing. Gonzaga playing against Duke is 1030 tip Friday night. Like, Holy moly. Like, it's just, it is crazy with these these really late games. And it just so happens that it's probably because the best teams in the country are on the West Coast. UCLA, Gonzaga. Like, yeah. it's just, the games are in Vegas. Like, they, I understand why, but it's annoying. It's, it's a little annoying. I agree. I But every I, game can't tip at seven because you have to, yeah. you know. Like, but I, will, I prefer the later game because you can make the choice. I'm deciding if I want to stay up for this game versus sometimes you have conflicts at 5 o'clock. 5.30, which is more frustrating. Yeah. I, it's just, hey. Teach their own. Teach their own. I'm going to stay up, and if I yeah. have to, I have no problem. But it is it is annoying. It's it's tough. Like, yeah. it's the age-old discussion of, like, uh, how fun is this episode right now, it's man? It's great. I love two it. Two guys being dudes. Two guys being dudes in person. Um, I, oh, I Kofi's back. It's a, Yeah, he's been back. Second game they back. They lost. 0-1 without him. But Joe one with him. They got some, I talked to Mike Latula yeah. for a long time today. He is not excited about the team right now. Yeah. They're losing to Kansas State right now. But what I was getting at is it's the age-old discussion of do I stay up and watch the Golden State Warriors? Right. Because they play on ESPN. For me now, and, and pr- please don't turn this into a LeBron thing, for me, it's always been in my staying up and watching LeBron. Did LeBron punch the guy on purpose or accident? Um, I, we'll talk about my theories offline, off the air. It was so on purpose. Yeah, but... But it didn't warrant the response, but he punched the guy in the face. This is what I think was not on purpose, which people somehow don't understand. He didn't make him bleed and gush and all that right. on purpose. He went to he meant to smack him. He right. did not mean to punch him in the eye. He, right. He did not make mean to make him gush. He blood. meant to smack him. He instantly realized, oh, shit, I yeah. screwed up, yeah. which I t- but he meant to do it. Anyway. Yeah. And the Lakers won. The Lakers out. stink. <laughs> Somebody right, has to question, say it. Next question. <laughs> did you hear J.J. Reddick? Talking to Stephen A. Smith today. Yeah, Romeo Travis not happy. God, I love J.J. Reddick. Yeah. Call it we out, Stephen A. Smith. We got to get him on. I don't know how easy that is. We say that all the time. We'll, we'll work Maybe, what if Jalen was What if he's at, for some reason, the Duke-Ohio State game? Yeah, he, I mean, he won't be, but Jalen Jalen and him were teammates. Yeah, we'll get that going. We get, we'll get we that try. Going. So, yeah, yeah. should we call Jalen? <laughs> no, 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 no. no. Okay. All right, next question. Next question. Um, Let's do two more. Okay. The, the next question that was brought to my attention um, should I look at my phone or should I just go off the cuff? Um, Next question that was brought to my attention. Let's see what we got here. Oh, rest versus rust. In a sense, would you rather, and I'm asking these questions that are probably better answered by me, but I like posing them to mm-hmm. you first. Ohio State's got the toughest non-conference schedule they've ever had. We talked to Holtman about it. It's It really is true now, officially with them beating Seton Hall and playing Florida, who's Agreed, incredible 100%. also. So would you rather... Is it better to have the Thad motto of old where you play all 12 of your non-conference games are home, they're against Little Sisters of the Poor, you're winning by 50, all the confidence in the world for your team, or playing against teams like Duke and Seton Hall and Xavier and 
teams where you are, you know, getting battle-tested for March. Granted, you're going to go into the Big Ten more tired, more beat up, but maybe knowing a bit more about your team, what what do yeah. you side with, Andrew? Holt, I think Holtman's kind of pigeon-held with it where, you know, all of a sudden you're going to have your strength of schedules getting compared. And if your wins are – like, is a win over Bowling Green better than a – close loss to Xavier. For what? The tournament? Or for the tournament, I'm saying. Cause I think they're neither matter. A win against Bowling Green by 20 or a loss to Xavier by 5, neither matter. Okay. I yeah. think I think that... You know what? As a fan, as a fan, I, w- I would prefer this. Yeah. But and, also, and when Mata was coaching, there was way less of these... Totally. Games and 100%. tournaments and stuff like that. 100%. I think... Uh, I'm indifferent... I wish there was a better – I wish there was more of a non-conference to have, right, so that you could have five tough games and also have a ton of easy games. But, like, you can't. Well, that's kind of what they have this year. I mean, but, like, the Big Ten is 20 games, so there's only, like, 10 non-conference games. Yeah, but, I mean, it it ended it's, up that Akron and Niagara were close. But when you're building those schedules and setting the date and all that, you're totally. thinking Niagara – Akron, Bowling Green, right? Those are your are your softballs. You might even be thinking, you know, when you're scheduling this tournament, you might even be thinking, who knows what Seton Hall's going to be? Yeah, well, I guess I that's a Big that's East a team. bad yeah. bad example. But but, but I hear you. I mean, like if they would have played Cal, it'd probably end up being like a 50 point win. Hopefully, right? If they Cal. lose that game, they're playing Cal, and hopefully, yeah. But they're not thinking that. But yeah, you, you you're you're right in that sense. This I, is a I, crazy. This is a crazy crazy year i think i think I, this, this is, is also like a really in-depth basketball discussion that we're having right now we're like i i like the fact that we will be battle tested going into the big Ten in arenas like xavier where the atmosphere is insane yeah. like that's well especially for the malachis the right i i the, I, I, the zeds who've never done it i think there's something to be said uh, i i think that setting you up for the tournament is the end goal and it sets us up really well for the tournament and law lo- and those losses like yeah. It's okay. Like, at the end of the day, like, you can't knock us for playing those games. I got one more thing to say on that. Yeah. This, is a, this is a great question. Great. Yeah, thanks. Shout out to Tall Guy for the question. But, you know, imagine if Justin Arns doesn't get it going against Seton Hall and just struggles through the non-con. You know, that's not a good thing. When yeah. you play those Bowling Green type teams, you get the confidence. You get Justin Arns having a game where he makes three or, like, Thank God he had this game against Seton Hall because that's a that's like a five game <laughs> confidence booster. Right, like he, he, I wouldn't be surprised if he's, you know, sh- motivated and playing the way he plays all the way into Big Ten play, and not just because the Penn's first game against Penn State is like randomly tomorrow. Yeah, but um, th- I think that is a big thing too. Like that Akron game, they won. That was a huge confidence booster. Is it might have even been better that that was how the game went than if they would have just blown him out. It's there's no substitute for close wins. I think yeah. that that's just it's just important because you're gonna play so many close yeah. games. So yeah, it's it's awesome. I think it's great. I think it's a win-win. Like especially when you're as good as Ohio State is, and you're playing these really tough games and winning them. Um, it's just awesome. I I love that Holtman is going out of his way to schedule the toughest games that he can. Like to me, that's very impressive. Like, I agree. Like I want us to play at Kentucky. I want us to play like. Litmus test games, give them to me. Um, the last question, and this is a really interesting question because Andrew, you can't even answer it. Um, do players like playing on holidays? That was the next. Question I was gonna, I was, I was gonna ask you that because that's so funny. Because when we, 
when we were going over, like when we were talking about the Florida game, I was going to say, are these guys just going to be like, all right, I'm ready to get out of here? I, are they going home? Like, will they be at their homes on Thursday? Oh no. no. But what if what if they weren't in this tournament? Would they get to? Would they be going home? I don't think so. Okay, I've so never, then, I never had things. So then, isn't home. there is there a difference between the games versus practicing on the holidays? Well, so here's what I'll say. So like, uh, so freshman year we played in Miami the day after Thanksgiving, and it kind of stunk because you're not playing on the holiday, you're missing the holiday. Granted, you get to hang out with the team and all the team's families and have a meal together. Like that's fun because those guys are your family, but like. It sucks. As a freshman, it was it was sad. Like, I missed my family. It was like a hotel meal. Like, it stunk. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, like, I will say, if you're playing in Feast Week on ESPN against Florida, like, I think it's on Fox Sports 1, actually, to just be more specific. Like, that's awesome. Like, playing in the Maui Invitational in the championship game, like, that's awesome. Playing on Christmas Day in the NBA. What about that's Ms. Awesome. Mizzou playing in the in the Jacksonville Invitational? Like that that kind of sucks. Like yeah. I I don't think people are excited about that. I just don't. Which hey, if you if you are awesome, like I there was more people at the, at the random TBT games that we would go to, and by random I mean like the four o'clock on yeah or the noon in West Virginia. Yeah, then there were at these, which by the way, I mean that was the greatest month ever. <laughs> but you know so. That's Jonah Hill. But, <laughs> but, sorry, getting distracted. I, I think, you know, I'm not I'm not a, a former player, but I agree 100% with what you're saying. Like, if it's a big stage, then yes. Like, I think the NBA players love playing on Christmas Day. They probably hate playing on Christmas Eve, where it's just like an irrelevant game, not yeah, national yeah, like TV. Yeah, like, exactly. Like, pl- you grow up wanting to play on Christmas. I don't think, in football, you grow up wanting to play on Thanksgiving. Right. Like, it's... I think there's a dynamic in that sense. I don't know. Like, I, I, you know, my sophomore, my junior, my senior year, um, Thanksgiving was really cool for me because my parents all came in town with all my family members. We went out to a huge dinner, and, like, my teammates came with. Like, for me, it was awesome. Yeah. I was with my family. Like, we had, an, we had a day off. You know, like, I was with people. Like, that was great. But, like, teammates who didn't get to see their families, like, that's tough. But, like, I'm fortunate and they were fortunate that my parents came in town and took us all out, and, and it was a blast. Like, getting to – I had a game Christmas – or Thanksgiving Eve, um, or the day after Thanksgiving maybe. I had a game, my career high. All my family was there because of the holiday. So, like, that was really, really cool for me. We went out for dinner for Thanksgiving. The Michigan game was two days after. Yeah. Like, that was an awesome time. So, it just depends on what the situation is, how good the team is, like how fun your teammates I, I are. Think, I stuff. think the fact that the alternative is not like going home for Thanksgiving probably helps with a lot of it too. Totally. Like, like imagine, imagine if like, like you play AU with guys and like they're at different schools and they're like posting on Instagram or Snapchat. They're home. like, no one's going home. You're either you're either practicing or, practicing or doing nothing, which or, I think yeah. helps. Yeah. I, would you rather practice Thursday morning and then be on your own for Thanksgiving or play in a game in the middle of nowhere? Like, right. yeah, you'd rather play. So right. it's an interesting dynamic. I think it's the easy answer is football players dream about playing on Thanksgiving. Basketball players don't. Yeah. Basketball players dream about playing Christmas. Football players, I don't think yeah. they really care. But I don't. So before we forget, okay, about to sign off. Obviously beat Florida. Obviously beat Michigan. But – 
I don't are think we gonna have anything before the Duke game. That's what I was gonna say. I don't think we're gonna have anything before the Duke game. So do you want to tell people what we will be doing slash you will be doing before the Duke game? Yeah, absolutely. So um I I hinted at it at the beginning of the episode, but I am like a contracted worker now with ninety seven one the fans. So um in a needs ba- needs based basis, uh, I'll be filling in for the pregame shows, the postgame shows. Uh, talking some Ohio State hoops with my man Timmy Hall, which is always a blast. Um, and it starts, and I've done some spot stuff already for them, but my real start um, where I'll be doing a full-on show uh, is before the Duke game, which is hilarious uh, and awesome, and I can't wait. And the even the better news to all that is Andrew will be in the studio with me as well. So there will I can't guarantee that he will be on the mic a ton. I don't know. It's not up to me. I will but there say will something. be a segment. I will say something into the mic. There will be a segment. Or Tim Hall Andrew. will be, you know, out of the office. Taking care of. Out of the office. <laughs> taking care <laughs> of. Yeah. So uh, so look out for me before the Duke game on 97-1 the fan. Um, uh, <laughs> on 97-1 the fan. Um, uh, talking some hoops. Uh, and, and all that fun stuff. Andrew will be there as well. Tune in. I think it's like 1,040 or something on AM if you listen on AM. But it's 97.1. It's 97.1 The Fan. Uh, yeah, exactly. And, and uh, you know, we've had Paul Keels on the show. It'll be really cool to be doing some radio, which will be a blast. Um, and that game is going to be awesome. Quickly, Duke, we might as well talk about, I mean, can we even talk about Duke? Maybe we'll do a little Too far video. out. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll do, do a little something because so we will be together. Know, yeah, so be on the lookout for a little pre-video. Uh, shout out to the field of 68. Shout out to Bet Rivers. We love the Rivers Casino here in Chicago. Great. Uh, thank you. Um, yeah, uh, it's exciting time. Hoops. We got a lot to buckle up for. It's unbelievable, actually. I mean, like, hoops is in full swing. Yeah. Illinois is on our TV right now. Um, football's in full swing, even though it's basketball season. I don't really no, care. No, no, I'm too hyped about football, though. Okay, yeah, CJ Stroud, Heisman. Heisman. Yeah. Buckle um, up, drive the lane. Beat Florida and... I don't care. Beat Michigan. And maybe beat Duke. And maybe beat Duke. And and so welcome to Indy for the Big Ten Championship. I know, this is your, I know this is your thing. But God damn it. Go Buckeyes. Go Buckeyes, man. <laughs> Woo!